Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated. Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. Hey, 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 guys. What's up? I'm Adler, and this is your boy, Finn. Yo, yo. What's going on, guys? Uh, we are here for another live episode, well, probably not live, um, but another amazing episode of the Best You Nation. Finn, my friend, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful, man. It's another day, another opportunity to be the best version of myself. Super excited to be here with you, man. We're going to be tackling some great things today, and uh, I, I honestly can't complain, man. School's going great. Yeah, for sure. Life is good. That's good. And, um... We got a lot of great things happening, and I would love to talk about them. If uh, you know people want to know about it, we're gonna drop some stuff real quick. Give them a nod. I'm, I'm excited about this because I enjoy coffee, so that's one of the big things that's going on right now. The Best You Nation is about to drop the best brew coffee, December first. December first. That's right. December first. We're gonna have three of our um, premium blends going to be available to you guys on our website at tbynofficial.com. Come check it out. So make sure to go follow us. Look at us up on our website. We got that up and running. It's active for you guys, available for you guys now. Uh, the link is in our bio on Instagram if you guys don't remember the name. Um, other than that, besides the coffee, we got our merchandise out. We got the bonfire. Uh, we're partnered with Bonfire. We got some shirts out there available, which, by the way, is we're wearing. We're rocking it. Hey, if you rocking wanna, the globe. If you want to support us and um, check us out, um, definitely hit up the Best you Nation. We have a lovely collaboration with uh, Bonfire. Bonfire. So um, you can definitely order the shirt, um, and most importantly, give give us some love, support us, let us know that you you hear us, okay? And these shirts are really comfortable, by the way. So yeah. I was a little skeptical, a little worried that they weren't going to be only just a little, just a little bit. But man, these shirts are comfortable. This the this uh, what is it? The, the the hoodies are really comfortable. The hoodies, yeah, the, the so, really soft on the inside. We're not being biased so, or anything. We're just being honest. It's definitely it definitely is good. Um, so that's one of my favorites. With that being said, um, we got a couple of things real quick. Besides the coffee, um, we got you know Thanksgiving was this past week. Yep. So Thanksgiving, um, you know, you guys probably ate a lot of turkey, had some good times with your family. Um, we hope that you guys enjoyed that time, football time. Adler, you know, Thanksgiving's your favorite holiday, of course. Yeah. So let's just can we do a quick highlight? What do you do traditionally for Thanksgiving, and what are what are you doing this year? Um, what did you do this well, year? Well, so Thanksgiving. All right. By the time this airs, right. Mm-hmm. My mother will have made some beautiful, scrumptious version of her recipe lasagna. Mm. And, you know, I understand a lot of people, and I tell people this, they're like, oh my God, lasagna, you know, where's the mashed potatoes, where's the gravy, where's the turkey? Yeah, I don't care. I'm I'm the guy that my mom will make lasagna, we'll have some turkey sometimes, um, we'll have just, you know, whatever. And I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. Like, I'm, I'm a huge fan of my mother's lasagna, it actually, for me, it's, it's like, I'm like Garfield, right? <laughs> it actually goes further than just the fact that it tastes amazing. It is simply the nostalgia. The, like, I remember rushing home from church and just feeling anxious, like, she's gonna make it today, she's gonna make it, and I'm just sitting there just, like, looking at her, and she's, you know, cooking away, and I'm checking the stove every second. She's like, stay away from the stove, you're gonna burn your hand. I'm like, but mom, I want my lasagna. And then when she finally make it, like, I don't think that she understood how much, like, I could actually put away. Mm. And I'm just, like, killing it. I'm eating everything. 
have yet to try your mom's lasagna. It's it's some fantastic stuff, man. I would try to say that I would save you a piece. I just don't think you'd make it to your doorstep. I'm not as passionate about lasagna, though. I'll be honest with you. I, I would be... I have to be honest, I'm not going to have turkey this year, but I'm definitely mac and cheese, collard greens kind of guy. So I'm looking forward to that. That's what we're doing, so... I mean, hey, you, I don't know what uh, those. Are, I've I've had the, I mean, you know, definitely you know, you house hop, and then you, you can experience like all of it. Like I've done like um, Filipino Thanksgiving, Haitian Thanksgiving, um, you know, more standard American Thanksgiving. I've had, I've, 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 had, had I've done a, I've done a Puerto Rican Thanksgiving. Yeah, those ones are good those too. Those ones are man, there's more food there than you can. It's a party. Of. It is a, it's a, uh, it's, a, a it's something to look forward to, and like this is also like you know the most amazing time of the year. Because you go from like Thanksgiving, then a couple weeks later you got Christmas, then a couple weeks later you have New Year's, and this is the time Stuff where like a week. everybody starts getting so hyped, and people start to be like, "All right, you know what? I guess in the back of my head, it's time to start thinking about my resolutions." This is where the resolutions start to grow little seedlings, and it's like, "All right, I have to think about what I'm going to do. What am I going to do?" That's true. This there's is, only a few weeks left of the year, man. There's which, only a few weeks left. What's crazy to think, though, on top of that, is with a couple weeks left, there's only a few more episodes until we've reached our 100th, 100th episode. episode. That's true. Which, if the stars line correctly here, should be right around our second birthday of the podcast. That's pretty insane to think that we've hit almost 100 Episodes. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's and this is just like this is a testament to the consistency, to the um, desire and willingness to grow and to push um, ourselves like um, past our comfort zones, you know. And that's that's the biggest thing is like when you step outside your comfort zone, you start to grow in confidence because you know the first step you're just you know doubting yourself. You're not necessarily understanding like. Man, I'm not. I'm not sure. Can I do this? Is this possible? You know, uh, am I smart enough? Do I have the right opportunities? But with every step that you continue to take, things get easier. Things start to you know flow a little bit more. And so you, you your timid first step becomes the a fast next step and a faster next step and a faster next step. Mm-hmm. And each step you take, you're, you're strutting out in confidence. So even like the very first time that we started recording up to up to now. Like we've we, we've improved like tenfold. Like it's become something that's so different than how we used to do things. You know, whenever you're stepping out, um, when you're stepping out of your comfort zone, that confidence just skyrockets immediately. Now I'm not sure about like you, but like, can you agree or do you think that like as you continue to step out of that confident like comfort zone, that confidence like starts to just skyrocket. I, I can agree, I, and I'm not just saying that to agree, but I think that one of the biggest things for me, and I've learned from just doing this podcast, like you had mentioned last year, I mean, I remember it would take us 20, 30 minutes to get us going. I mean, we'd, be, we'd sit there, we would collaborate, we'd think, oh my gosh, and then we would... Sometimes record. a full hour. Full hour. I mean, it was to the point where we we would sit there just as an introduction, right? But then you look at those moments when you're like now looking back on it, right? You're like, okay, so it used to take us an hour. If we hadn't learned from those hour to hour to episode to episode to create the best way to introduce a podcast episode day to day, week to week, um, you wouldn't have, we would have not got to this level of confidence. I feel like us 
when you see a large amount of people talk or listening to our episodes, listen mm-hmm. to our podcast, you're developing a, a following of people. It makes you realize that there's a level of, of uh, I want to say expectation because that's definitely more, creates more pressure, but confidence is definitely, right? I feel like a byproduct of, it. I guess it's more on the success aspect, so to speak, because it does give you that, like, okay, I'm making it happen. I'm going somewhere, right? So, yes, I agree. I do think that over this past year and a half, almost two years, we have developed a process, developed an algorithm to generate the impact that we're looking to generate. And when people are supporting you, it's kind of like when you were a kid at your sports event, right? And you score a goal. For me, it was playing soccer. So when I scored a goal, the team was happy, everyone was hyped, everyone was cheering you on, and you feel good because you accomplished something, right? So in a sense for you, whether it was basketball or football or whatever yeah. it was that you tackled, you you felt good when you made that hoop and you made that three-pointer or you made that touchdown. and you, Or whether it was music, you did phenomenal at, at, at your performance. Like You have a sense of accomplishment. And when human beings, when we are <clears throat> rewarded or we are we feel accomplished at what we've done, you start to realize that you can do more. So that level of confidence that we've built during this last year and a half, year and actually three quarters, we've really become more aware of what we're capable of doing. And when you're able to be capable, when you're capable, you become confident. When you're confident, you can communicate. So I think what we're doing here right now is, like you said, a tenfold. I think this is the result of the trial and error, the constant feedback that we get, whether it's negative or positive, it is now it, it, we can sit here and jump right in without really it being an issue or ever really well, have to think about it. Let me ask you this. Do you value positive feedback more than you do negative feedback? Or vice versa? Which one do you value more? Well, yeah. I, I know they all have their place. Yeah. I don't want you to take like the Switzerland approach. I want you to give me a, this is what Finn Foster believes in. I said it. So I like good feedback. I'm an overthinker. So I'll be honest, getting the good feedback is is essentially is more productive for me. Okay. And the only reason I say that is because I feel like I was always a very negative person, so I look at negative stuff a little bit more on a and that's just in my aspect. If I do something wrong, call me out. Or if I don't do something right or I'm not doing well at it, call me out. However, there's a way to balance that, right? So positive feedback is essentially for me more reinforcing than you telling me something from a negative perspective. Now there are times where something like, hey, you know, this this podcast, for example, like, oh, it's just your just your little your hobby. How's your hobby going? Okay, it's not just a hobby. So I think being confident in what we're doing actually can give you that steering path. Is it? more positive is it more negative so so and i i think i i prefer the negative feedback because you know everyone like i don't know i i I guess i look at it like this is if you're doing what you're supposed to do then you're going to get the compliments they're going to come naturally from other people because there are two types of people those those that compliment you because they're proud of you and they want to see one and there's those that compliment you and try to um say oh yeah 
they it's kind of like this like backhanded thing it's like hey i couldn't do it i would never be able to do it like and you know obviously i respect anybody who wants to try and do anything and i would never say to somebody hey you can't do this and i will never say that because at the end of the day if you really put your mind to do anything in life you know you can do anything so to me the negative feedback actually holds more value because now i know where i need to start working i if there's a problem right if there's an issue with an engine and you just need to figure out where is the issue starting you have to you know do your due diligence locate where the, the issue is starting if you have an issue with the starter and you're trying to turn the key and the car's not turning on so now you go straight to the source this is where the issue is i'll fix it boom 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 and then we have a, a option operational running machine but now and not to 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 be crazy here but the, honestly i want i want to ask this because the, as an overthinker there might be others that are overthinkers as well at times we're all over. We're all over. I'm all over. But, but, but here's my here's a, here's just a little side road question for someone who does overthink. How would negative reinforcement or the that negative feedback that you get? How would that actually be complementary to somebody that can't necessarily see it from a motivational perspective? What if they don't feel motivated? What if that's to them as a slap in the face because? They may feel like, oh, because I'm going to speak from my personal experience. I've been told I've had negative feedback, and I feel like like I can't do it. There's, okay, I won't like the not not to bring the book up every time, but the book that was negative feedback. Yeah, but it kept me from completing the book. It kept me from finishing and completing the book when I wanted to because I was convinced that you know what you're right. So because I overthought, I was like, you know, I'm 20 whatever, I'm 19 years old writing a book. You're right, but it was because. Why? So there might be people out there listening to this today, Adler, that might yeah. not understand that negative feedback can be a, a actual reinforcing. Oh, like so it's so to me, like negative feedback is bulletin material. You put on a bulletin and you allow it to drive your like. And I mean, this may sound like terrible. It you allow it to be the gas that fuels your goals, like okay. just to let like all right, I have so many people saying that I can't do this. Now, wouldn't it be pretty stinking awesome if I did this anyway and I was super successful about it? Now, how amazing would that be? You're not necessarily doing it for them, but I have them in mind on the days that I get tired. I got them, their voices in mind when, you know, I, I think that I can't do it. When I start to, you know, doubt you know, I start to question everything. I hear those voices. And so now that's bulletin materials. Like, I can't stop. I got to keep going because, one, this person said I couldn't do it, and I owe this to myself. Now, everybody's not not me. And, you know, I, I know I'm weird like that. But I prefer the negative feedback above anything because if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, the compliments are going to always come in. But the most important thing is that if there is an issue, then I can at least look at it, be self-actualizing, uh, be honest with myself, and say, hey, I can change this, I can't change this, and I can do this. Hmm. So now I know exactly where to work on versus going in blindly like, oh, if I'm doing everything good and perfect, then there's nothing to improve. Well, 
uh, and I see I see your perspective, and I respect that thought because it's very true. I mean, negative feedback, negative thought process, or how people think or how they perceive things. Again, it comes down to perspective and and, and how someone may see something. But here's my question for you. <clears throat> I think it's a fair question. Yeah. While you are getting congratulated and you're being complimented. Yep. Right. But while at the same time also getting the negative feedback. When you're filtering through both of them, which one is more? I mean, you've said the negative. Do you actually, or do you always stay with the negative? Like, does the negative always have more dominance as far as your drive? Because what if you're, what if you're given both? What if you're found giving like you're at work? Hey, man, you're doing really, really good here, but yeah. At the same time, it's like, but you know, you can make improvements here. Which one are you going to actually? When you filter both of them, which one is actually going to be the driving force? Which one becomes the part that actually moves you the most? Because both sound great. I like hearing, hey, you're doing a great job. While at the same time, hearing the, you know, there's always room for improvement, right? There's always those two. Which one for Adler actually pushes Adler the most oh. in every situation? Well, or do you have like a half and half depending on the scenario you I face? I mean, I kind of answered it already earlier. Okay. But, you know, for me, again, I'm going to value that negative feedback. And we kind of talked about it last week. Like, a lot of negative feedback, you... People get sensitive about it, right. and not you know, everyone has different sensitivity levels. But if I genuinely am seeking, and my sole purpose is to improve, then I'm going to hear the negative feedback. Check out like you know, I guess, you know, check out my progress, and you know, really look at the process, right? And after I've checked out the process, looked at um, you know everything, I can add the critique with a grain of salt. I'm just like, okay, I see this, and I see I add value with this. I disagree with this, so I'm not using this. And you can kind of dissect and throw away like a lot of it. Hmm. So for me, again, that negative feedback is going to be something that's going to it's going to push, it's going to propel, it's going to keep me focused, so that way I can make sure. That I can have that moment, that opportunity that I've, I've always been chasing for. And, you know, I think honestly, like, you know, truth be told, at the end of the day, as long as you do what you're supposed to do, the work ethic is going to speak for itself. Right. No, I, I, I mean, I, the reason I asked you, I know, I, I know you had said that negative feedback is really much more motivating for you. I mean, there's people out there who probably listen to us and think, man, that's crazy. But I mean, I, I agree. I think negative feedback is good. I mean, that's something that I had a discussion about with our coffee. Obviously, with our coffee being a, a buzz conversation right now, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's oh, constantly out there like, oh, my gosh, your coffee. Oh, my gosh. And I was talking to one of the doctors in the ER the other day, and she was just telling me, like, hey, you have to sometimes sit back. You are not necessarily taking negative feedback because it's not good. It's because you need people to kind of help you navigate. And it makes sense. I mean, in a sense, she was telling me about her, um, her one of her friends who owns his own brewery, right? He started off doing this, and he was in the Army. He lived in, I think she had said North Carolina or somewhere in New Jersey, somewhere up in the northern part, mm -hmm. so either North Carolina or somewhere up north. I forget mm -hmm. which one. But basically, long story short, he retired from the military. He basically started – he was like, I need to make money. I need to do something. I mean, I'm retired. What can I do? So he started you know, raising money, got a loan, started his business, and he's now – had a very successful brewery com brewing company for now for five years or so. But in the time of developing his brewery, he had to have people try his stuff. 
And, and I guess in, in essence, you have to think about that with us, even with our podcast. We had a lot of people who critiqued us along the way, right? So of course. It, what made us better, I do, I will agree that negative feedback, that, yeah. that critique, it's not even necessarily that it has to be negative. It's just like the, hey, you know, you guys are just the other day. Yeah. Finn wasn't loud enough on the podcast because he was sitting further away from the mic. Okay, cool. That's a good critique. Though it is considered negative because it's not like a good job for the episode. It's more like, hey, can you work on that? Can you fix that? Finn needs to sit closer. It's It, it, it gives us... It does give us the opportunity to fix things. Because imagine if that was not told to us. Yeah, of course. And I keep then. sitting five feet back, which I wasn't. But if I, it seems so. So, yes. The, the negative feedback, the, the, the critique does give us it's more of a navigational positioning system in a sense it gives us that like oh you're out of line come back in and i guess um for me personally maybe this is me i've always gotten i don't want to say a negative rep for things because i made a lot of not so good choices so of course it, it kind of led to this like fix this fix this fix this and what I was seeking was a good job, you're doing better. So maybe from personal experiences, certain things, certain critiques are not always going to be the most beneficial for people. Because I know people who don't like negative feedback. Some yeah. people would rather hear nothing negative and hear like, hey, yeah, you're doing a good job, but don't care to hear that you could work on that and find out the hard way. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't speak for everybody, but I do know for myself, it is more optimal for me to hear like hey you're doing great i don't mind hearing those moments where like hey you know you're you're doing good but we've heard some of this and whatever the case may be we find a way to in the depths of all that we learn about who we are and through the negatives and the positives you have to be able to go back to what you said in the beginning be confident in those most uncomfortable moments developing a level of confidence in what you're doing so my question for you is, so you're, you're asking me about becoming confident. There's a, <clears throat> there's a part in your life where you talk about often and which has driven you to still now help other people. So you talk about your, your journey to going from, what was it, 221, 231? I forget which one. You, oh, 220. 220 to where you are now at like... Yeah, like 185-ish. So in your journey that you've taken, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you've experienced a lot of yet a lot of negative feedback. Oh, or like, I love it. I so, love so it. was that? So, just out of curiosity, like, was that something that really, really, honestly, in the beginning, like from the beginning phase to the middle phase to the final phase, where you were actually at the place where you want to be? Where do you feel like you had the most negative, or was it just completely across the whole board that always somebody gave you this uncomfortable ease of like, oh, you're right, yeah. I am still a little overweight, I'm still like this. So, like. uh you know, I guess, but that's like a difference. I feel like that's different. And the reason why I say it's different than like most goals is because um, I feel like not. I'm mean to myself when when it comes to specifically that. Why? So, and that's the problem. That's the problem that I still kind of work with. Like I'm mean to myself in terms of that aspect of my life because I heard so many different things. Like, who who wants to be like the guy that isn't confident in himself and in his appearance. And then you go and you talk to somebody and then the young lady responds, and this is a true story, she she responds by with, oh, you know, you work out too? Really? Maybe you should probably do more cardio and apps. And I'm like, oof, aish, spicy. She went in college, I'm not sure 
you know, why why she said what she said. But it cut me like a glove. And on those moments where I was like, I don't feel like going to the gym, her face popped into my head. And what she said, and I was like, all right, I got to go. I got to go. It's really interesting at that I mean, seriously, I, 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 I wouldn't say that I never allow negative feedback or stuff like that to actually motivate me. But it's interesting that something like that pops. Because I don't ever oh, yeah. have anything pop in my mind. I'm just like, I'm going to prove them. I want to prove them wrong. Like even like with my endeavors and things that I'm trying to do now, I have some friends or some people in uh, like I wouldn't say in my circle, but some people who uh, I see in passing, um, they have a whole bunch of negative feedback to give, and I'm okay with it. Like that's mm-hmm. that's okay. You giving me bulletin board material because the best feeling in the world is to I love that. Like all right, hey, let me put this on my mirror now. Let me focus on this for the next month and then move on. I like that, man. Yeah. Bullet, bulletin board material. Yeah, so stuff that's, to that's what we about. used to talk about in football. Like, if like we played a rival and then they like you know tried to do a prank on us or something like that, then we were like, all right, you know, it, it it's that mindset of like I remember what you did. Don't think I forgot, but I'm gonna continue doing what I gotta do in order to be successful. It's definitely a driving mindset, man. I had a lot of people tell me that you know. Like I said, you know, with, with with my success where I am today, I, I question myself sometimes because, you know, you do wonder, how did I get out of my comfort zone? I was in a very comfortable place. You know, I thought that um, I'd be okay with not completing a book. I'd be okay with just being right where I'm at, right? But I realized that I had set this goal and I already came this far. Why would mm-hmm. I give up? So I realize one of the things that I've learned, and this is something that has become a practice, is and, and I'm getting better. I'm not. I'm not as. I wouldn't say that I'm on your level where you can own. You can allow all kinds of negative feedback come your way, put you in a place of like, oh, okay, thanks for that. I appreciate that, and, and, and channel it to be more like you're just grabbing it and throwing it the next direction, like a boomerang. It's going, like it just. You just know how to channel that mindset, and and I'm gonna be honest. That that is that is a very hard it, thing to do and a lot of people struggle with they allow it to fester in so in, in so in, in fairness right i don't think like it's as rare that you, i feel like there's a lot of people that i know in my circle that love using bulletin bulletin board material in order to push themselves to that next level so i just feel like it's just one of those things where um you can you fall uh, you're more likely to fall asleep um, with the compliments because that's not going to keep you up late at night because you're going to sleep comfortably. But when you're uncomfortable and you're like, all right, it's time for me to learn. I got to take another step. I got to take another step. It's changing perspective. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things that I've kind of learned. And I know this is like, it, 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 this this ep, this episode on itself just talking about it is making me think because I do allow myself to become comfortable with the good job, man. Good job doing great. And you grind harder when you are under pressure. You grind harder when someone has given you some kind of thought. That like, mm-hmm. oh crap, do I not? Or do I not? Do I not? Okay, well, cool. Then I'll just start doing it. And <laughs> I mean, look at the, what happened this year. I, I published a book. Yeah. Not that I'm saying like go out and get the book. Awesome. It was it was great. I love that I was able to do it. I appreciate everybody that supported me and pushed me to do it. Adler, you, know, you were one of them. But I will be honest, it was one of the hardest things. I felt very, very... I feel like I failed myself when I stopped writing the book. 
but I was so in tune with all the negative thoughts that I never was able to, well, I was to say never because I would have never got the book out, but I was afraid that I would be, I would, wouldn't be able to do it. And I, and I, I came, I came around and I realized that sometimes people are going to say things in, in a negative way because sometimes people don't know how to communicate where they are in their life. So they're going to try to bring you down. I mean, it's kind of, in essence, it's kind of like bullying, but not, not necessarily the same concept of what we're trying to talk here. I remember my dad and I were having this conversation a couple of weeks ago about being comfortable and being uncomfortable. He said, son, have you ever sat in a chair for more than five hours where you didn't move? And I said, no, I have not. And he's like, well, the reason why you haven't done that is because you have to make an adjustment sometimes. And so if you make an adjustment in the uncomfortable, you are adjusting for what? What are you adjusting when you're in the uncomfortable? What is it that you're adjusting to become mm. comfortable? Yeah. If you're sitting in the same spot, man, dude, oh, my back, this and that. And then you move. It's like, oh, I feel so much better. And the reason we do that is because we are always in a, in a state of uncomfort or comfort. And sometimes you don't even really have either one. And I think that when you have a mindset of I'm getting this done, you use those as tactics to defeat and to grow and to become. Then I think at the end of the day that that level of confidence becomes more prominent, more exclusive as you become more aware of what outside or inside negatives or positives are doing to you. There's a, it's a constant flow. It's kind of like that um, positive, or is it the potassium and sodium pump? There's always a constant movement going on. And when there's a breaking in the flow, you've got to figure out, your body tries to figure out, whoa, what's going on? So there's always sometimes an imbalance of one or the other. So when there's an imbalance, your body's trying to find a way to compensate. And we compensate until we actually push and move forward until there's mm -hmm. a balance again. There's an equilibrium. So I think confidence comes from, if you want me to be honest, confidence comes from, number one, growth. Number two, being able to accept that you're not going to always get compliments. And number three, it's learning that the negative feedback can be and will be those moments where you're striving forward whether you feel like you're at the bottom or not because at some point we talked about this many 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 months ago many like two years ago seasons ago at a starbucks and we were sitting there it was one of the first times we ever sat down and talked and i don't think we were actually the best nation yet at this no time. not but yet i do remember we talked about something very very in depth and it's one of my favorites i wish i would have saved before we transitioned everything but it was talking about rock bottom that's one of my favorites because I have spent a lot of time in the rock bottom and a lot of people out there do spend a lot of time in rock bottom but they don't realize it because they think they're at the rock bottom but they are it's it's manipulated by all these manipulated by all these flowers and wonderful trees and stuff but they're actually sitting in one of the most rock bottoms in their life and they don't realize it. So I like looking back on that conversation because you and I had a very very in-depth conversation about what it's like to be there. So I've been at the rock bottom and I've been there before. And, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those places that you just go like, whoa, how about yourself? Um, I, yeah, I think that rock bottom, rock bottom, and you're absolutely correct, rock bottom is where you learn the most about yourself. Mm -hmm. Because in those moments when you have nothing except you, your circumstance, and you have no choice but to figure it out because there's no passing the baton or passing the buck, it, it starts and ends with you. So you've got no choice but to pick yourself up and keep going. Rock bottom is this terrifying, scary place that a lot of people are afraid of hitting and afraid of getting to. 
And nobody wants to be there. It's just, it's the truth. However, you learn so much when you start from rock bottom. Rock bottom is the teacher that you need in life in order to help transform you and turn you into the person that you need to become. For sure. I mean, well said. Well said. I mean, isn't, I mean, when you think about it and what you're saying right now, the only thing I would add to that is because of some of the experiences I had and one of the things I learned during basic military training was being uncomfortable and realizing that being uncomfortable comfortable sorry comfortable being comfortable uncomfortable meaning that you are developing a mindset that no matter what situation you're in whether it is an uncomfortable situation or a comfortable and situa- comfortable situation you can grow you, you can grow yeah I like uh, <clears throat> there was an example that you used a couple weeks ago we were sitting here and we were talking and you looked out the window and we looked here but you, you were using roses and like the crevice but there's like these weeds growing here in the backyard right here on this little porch where they, you know over time the concrete starts to crack from just aging mm-hmm. and it's amazing that you would think that how can this little plant grow how can these little weeds these little plants grow in between these cracks of the concrete and it's about being resilient it's finding that we're no that no matter what the environment may be you can find a way to grow you can find a way to accelerate and it may not always be the way that we want it to be, which is why being in the rock bottom, just to kind of bring that touch back on that real quick, rock bottom was a place that I felt like I spent many years in. And I realized that when I looked at the top, when I kept looking up, because you, you actually remember you saying when we were having this conversation at Starbucks a couple years back, you said, you rock bottom, There's it, 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 you hit the bottom, is that, that's the ending point. In it. But the only thing is the difference between being here at the top is that you have this much space to make a choice to grow to find a way to accelerate and become the person you want to be so i do i do i can definitely feel for under like being in a place where i don't necessarily know how do i get from here to there you know there there, how do i find that strength and that and that that ability no and i i mean you, you there's definitely a part of you that has to dig deep for that you know because uh there's only one way to get over an obstacle is by getting over it, getting through it. And, you know, that's what we're, I think as human beings, we're designed to do. Um, you kind of talked about like that rose thing and the rose, the rose or any plant for the for that matter, it's fascinating because what you do is you have to dig into the dirt. You have to go against gravity and you have to, you know, place the seed and it has to defy all the odds. It has to defy the weather. It has to defy you know, what its current situation just to sprout. And as it begins to sprout and kind of uh, to advance and move um, out into above ground, you start to see the leaves. The leaves um, begin to grow taller, and then now you start to see the, the buds, and then now you can bloom. And that whole process is a rose isn't fulfilling its job until it's been clipped, pruned, and placed on the table. And understanding that um, there's a lot of things that can happen in your life, whether it be family issues, you know, death, um, you know, you um, have an outing with like a, a loved one, a friend, a family member, and you guys have a fall off where you guys are no longer friends. There's always things that are always get in your way. But to find the resilience and find a way to still flourish 
that right there is the most, to me at least, it's ideal situation. Yeah, I agree 100%, man. I think that when you look at this entirety of the journey, confidence, and I actually think I do recall asking you this, and that is it is it a destination? You said it was the journey, or you know, I also gave the option of it being checkpoints. It is absolutely one of the most transforming things that people, human beings, can go through is realizing that you can change, realizing that you can become who you envision yourself to be. It all comes back down to this mindset. It becomes down to what we talked about last week, being motivated intrinsically or extrinsically. You know, everything we've talked about today is really just come back down to this ideology of what what is influencing you to grow and to become uncomfortable, to be comfortable, to become confident, to really accelerate in the places that you want to accelerate. Again, coming back to what we've, like just a reality check, seven people, and we thank all of those seven people for getting us to that next tier in our journey here at the podcast. Because to be completely honest with you, it was very uncomfortable or very, it was really weird looking at it. Like we're doing all this work, we're putting in so much time, we were really investing into this, but we, you know, at the time, I feel like I was a little bit more negative about it because I was like, oh my gosh, we only got seven people to listen to us. But at least we have seven people. It's better than zero. Oh, yeah. Better than none. Our first seven of them were amazing. Yeah. They, they, they were consistently listening to us. And now here we are at plus 5K. And I'm saying this to show and to talk about the growth. The growth. Yeah. We are at a place where we were a seedling busting through the surface of the soil with the circumstances and the people just kind of looking at us like, Oh, this podcast or Hey, just uh, whatever we do. We still get that once in a while. And we appreciate that. I, I have actually learned to appreciate negative feedback. I think that was one that's of the, good. that's one thing I will say over the last couple of years. And I don't know if that's part of just getting older. Well, I mean like what can you do with positive feedback in the end of the day? Like, yes, you feel that's good, a good question. but I, like I really... what can you really do with it? Negative feedback is, truthfully the the only way that you can have something to reference it's like all right well i suck at this so now i have to find a way to be good at it or you know and you know you have to be honest with yourself like you you can't you know assume or hope for something that you're not willing to work for and if you're sitting there like upset about not accomplishing something now the question comes down to did you do everything in your power without a doubt to do and accomplish that and if you can answer truthfully, then you almost always find a way to progress and grow from there. That's right. Yeah. I appreciate this, man. I appreciate that we can sit down and have these kind of conversations. I'm grateful that we started this podcast with a mindset to accelerate and to become the best you nation. The, the two guys with a podcast, the, the guys with a coffee line coming out with you, you know, to you guys December 1st. You know, we're we're not doing this. We're not spending our time developing all this for it to be a, a plaque on a wall. Yeah. You know, I don't think we're doing this just to be some kind of memorabilia. We're doing this because we want to impact and generate the world. Correct. There are a lot of you guys out there that may know somebody who's going through life right now, maybe in the rock bottom, or maybe experiencing something in their journey right now that might make them question whether or not they can accelerate. And you know, never know. You might just be that person. You this might be touching you. This might be your first time listening to us. Maybe this is your second time, third time, or you've been just an active listener since day one. And 
we are only striving to make life a little bit more, I guess, motivating, more positive, yeah, more inspirational. But we want to show you that it is possible. You can grow. You can become that rose and bloom and be clipped. Would you say clipped? See, clipped and placed on the table. Yeah. So essentially, the rose dies, but it fulfilled its purpose as it was being killed. Well, that's what we do. We we live on this earth, and our of course our lifespan compared to roses is significantly longer. But we yeah. come here on this earth with a purpose to fulfill, and when a time is for us to go, then we hope that we have left some level of memory or some something like the rosewood to to generate the the continuous cycle of impact. Yeah, of course. You, so that way you can introduce the new wave of people. That's right. Yeah. But um, guys, thank you so much just for um, tuning in and listening to another episode of The Best You Nation where um, you have two guys who just, you know, love, have a passion for helping people and just love um, coffee. Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm sure you do too. So anyway, um, we just want to wish you another happy Monday. We're so thankful that Thanksgiving is done and over with and um, it's gone off without a hitch. And we look forward to hearing from you guys from instagram so that way we can continue on with our prize anyway stay blessed stay safe god bless